0: Snatches by Eugene Bacon. Someone's coming, whispered Junkie. He ducked into a bloomy bush that licked appealing peeling moccasins thieved from a drunk months ago outside Reefers. Shush it, said Art. The cold of the device in his hands, nicked from a tourist from Earth. Earthlings, most gullible, holding their maps, unguarding their rucksacks, sticking their devices out of back pockets. The device initially trembled and wailed and flashed messages. Then it ran out of juice. Still, served a purpose. Oh, he felt charged tonight. That Acapulco gold they'd smoked was nowhere near the real thing. Nothing like Angel Mist, but better than none. Stank like shit. Still took your places. Just a door with a kid, whispered Junkie. Shut it, airhead. Art's mind worked on a plan. Stay, he said. Only visiting earth folk took strolls this time of night in this part of town, and she was pushing a wheeler. Meters away, security guard Cherie Porter wheeled a pram. Not every day did a single mum win a lottery, let alone one awarding you the trip of a lifetime light-years away. Didn't matter this world was awakening from some terrible winter or scourge. Rebuilding was everywhere. Construction sites, half-baked cityscapes rising from the ashes. No matter the surround, the galactic getaway was remarkable. If someone blindfolded you and brought you here, you'd never tell the difference. Folk looked human and spoke human. Only yesterday, Cherie stumbled upon this natural park, isolated from wasteland. None of the dishevelled starkness of a reconstructing planet ravaged by war, banging, clanging, drilling, whirring tools and machines everywhere in a world devoid of colour. But in this park, silence and a splash of brilliance. Flowers like heart drops, like the bellies of bees, like tiny fluorescent dragons. Kissy lips, hummingbirds, upside-down umbrellas. The park reminded her of the botanical garden she and Earl strolled back home before he discovered she was pregnant and went AWOL. The trip stoked the realisation of how kettled her life had been. No wonder she'd swooned in the arms of the first goon that poured her a gin. Now she smiled softly to herself as twin moons lit her path. An orange horizon marked the end of the park and the start of the stark city beyond the empty park. Junior stirred under the blanket. Shrubbery rustled as heart peeled out. But, said Junkie, but nothing I said stay. The kid, man, mumbled Junkie to his shoulder. A draught hissed past Cherie's neck, then a hard press into the small of her back. She stiffened. Squeal and you're dead, a voice said from behind. Turn reel." Slow. Now she faced him, an unshaven teen with dreadlocks, a pockmarked face, a chin as grey as Emery, yellowed eyes burning like coal. He pointed to what resembled a gun inside sleeves. A dragon and genie tattoo snaked along his free hand. Behind her, the pram shook. A wail cut the air. Art beckoned Cherie with his gun, slide from the wheelie. She saw the glint in his eye and took a step back. He moved towards the baby, the weapon never leaving Cherie. The crying became a babble, da 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 A soft moon face gazed at him. A wide-eyed stare designed to melt a heart. Fat legs kicked and kicked a fleecy blanket sprinkled with daisies and butterflies. A bag matching the wheeler swayed from its hook like a pendulum, charged seconds, ticking. Cherie's swirl and cry were instinct. She lunged at Art. Her hair fell from its ribbon, big hair that had a heartbeat. It blinded Art as they crashed into the grass. They struggled for the weapon. Art won. He kicked her off with his boots, lost his grip on the stupid thing, dropped it to the ground. He made to rise. She grabbed him from behind, muscled him down. A mobile phone? Is that the best you've got for a weapon? Thin nails formed into streaks on his skin where is Junky? his wild thought burning trail on his face unhand me bitch she punched and kicked and stomped his scar face with her heels he leapt she grabbed at his knee and caught air he shoved her as he sprang and he planted a blow to her shin she fell he grabbed the bundle from the pram and dove and surged into the wind behind him Cherie's enraged cry he gunned through the park Weaved through the trees against a bitter gust of wind. The unlaced tongue of his moccasins lapped on something. His fall was scattered limbs everywhere. He sat on the ground, wheezing. Someone tumbled into him from behind. Hey, dog. It was Junkie. Saggy trousers, yellow boxes sticking out. You got me there, a big one, panted Junkie. He eyed the bag. Gotta hand it to you. Art sucked his teeth. Bitch fought like a trooper. But all was well now. He unzipped the bag, pulled out a rattle, a dummy, a handful of cheesy cloths. Where were you, punk? Junkie shrugged. Art's fingers closed around the stuffed paper. He withdrew a brown envelope, grinned. You owe me the moon for this. You ripper. Junkie hunched beside him. Go on. Better be some Boom. ''Yeah, mate, no more angel dust, hey,'' said Art. Chunky's breath brushed warm on Art's shoulder. ''You done good, mate, you done good.'' Cherie leaned into the pram, fondled Junior's tiny moon face, and he cooed. <laughs> Jose on them, Buster. Wait till they find they nicked a soiled nappy,'' she said. Somewhere in the distance, a dog howled. Art and Junkie slid under a melancholy tree, denuded of leaves under the gaze of an owl. Art tore open the envelope, found another wrapping. He ripped it open, a piece of toweling or other absorbent material. It was wet, a stench filled the air, and Art smiled at the sight of what was buried inside. Junkie took one glance, and a load of creamy baby poo and grinned. Human baby shit made the best El Diablo sold steep on the black market.